whoa, what, whoa, I don't, I, like, God loves everybody, like, wh- what, like, it's messing with him, and so through this series of supernatural, just really crazy events, um, he is convinced <clears throat> that the Holy Ghost had talked to him about that, and then some guy, some Gentile comes and gets him and said, some other, some other Gentile had a supernatural event and told me to come get you, and, and so, you know, Peter went to this guy Cornelius's house, who was a, a, a Gentile, and um, Peter's like, well, I, um, he, he starts the story with, he says, I now see that you know about Jesus. This, this, this is how he starts. I see, I see now that God doesn't make any separation between Jews and Gentiles, and I know that you learned about him. And, and I can just imagine, I can imagine Peter's brain like, what? What is happening? Like, I'm, he's, he's breaking the law. <clears throat> we forget that. <clears throat> Peter is bold enough to go to that house and break the law on the word of the Lord. He's breaking religious law. He's going against Deacon Flip-Flop, right? On the word of the Lord. Because <clears throat> he, he knew God. He's like, Deacon Flip-Flop, I don't know his relationship with God, but I know what, I know what the Holy Ghost told me. Right? And so he shows up to Cornelius' house. He's like, wow, I see God. Like, what do you mean God does no partiality between Jew and Gentile? Like, we're not his special people. That's what, that's what people of privilege here. We're not special. That's what privilege tells you. Well, we're not special? Like, no, no, no. Everybody's special. No, no. Every, everybody's special. God actually loves everybody. That'll, that'll hurt privilege's feelings. Right? Later on, they, they call Peter to what's called the Jerusalem Council. It's the first church council. There's been many church councils out of the, um, the council of, uh, of, which has completely escaped my head in 300 AD. Anybody know? Not Trent. That's much, much later. The, I want to say Constantine, but it's not. That's all right. It'll come to me eventually when I get home and I'll be like, oh. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Where the Apostles' Creed, 300 years later, they had a council and they came up with, they codified the Apostles' Creed. But they had, they had a, the first council in Acts chapter uh, 12. And no. And, um, and yeah, yeah, I'll tweet it out later. Um, but they called Peter originally in, in Acts chapter 12 in the first council and they said, Why are you sharing our God with the Gentiles? And Peter told him, like, Let me tell you what, what happened. And I got I to gotta believe, like, these guys are sitting around the table ready to have a trial on Peter, and I just feel like the Holy Ghost probably invaded that room. And as Peter told the story of what the Holy Ghost was doing, I bet they were like, oh, this feels like Jesus. This, this, this feels like Jesus. Oh, yeah, okay. I, like, we got to go with God. We got to go, like, like, just let them know, hey, stay out of sexual immorality. Don't, don't eat things offered to idols and don't drink blood. Like, that's it. That's, we, that's all the, like, like, and that's how you know you got humble. Like, you thought you knew everything about God, and now you're like, just... Try to be good. <laughs> like, how do I follow Jesus? Go to church, try to be good. Just, just read the Bible and just, I don't know. I don't know at this point. Just, just follow him, right? And so that's, that's what the apostles did. Yep, that's God, right? So anyways, Peter shows up at this house. Acts chapter 10, verse 38, he says, he says, he starts preaching to these people in a house. He's got, Cornelius is like, sets up a church service. He's got his family there, got all his servants there. And they're like, had a vision. Come on, guys, show up to my door. What are you going to tell us about? And, and Peter starts telling the story. He goes, you know. So watch this. They already knew this story. And this is what preachers do when they don't have a message. They start telling you stuff you already know, right? Like, I'm going to recap last week's message. 
talk a little bit about my week. You know, like they start telling you a lot of stories. You're like, you didn't write a message, did you? You didn't get a message, did you, Pastor? You're just telling stories. You want, to, you want the band to come back up and sing a song? You didn't write a message. That's, that's, what, that's what's happening. So Peter's buying time here, I believe. He's like, now you know, you know Jesus of Nazareth, um, how God uh, uh, anointed him and how he uh, went about doing good and he was healing all who were oppressed by the devil and um, God, God was with him. Like He's like, you know that part, right? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, everybody knows about that. Like, we were here for that. That's, yes, thanks for letting us know that. And then, and then he says, you know, you know, uh, he, he, then he starts telling them that, you know, hey, this, this Messiah who came, he, um, he not only, he not only did amazing things, uh, but, but, but he, he, he had like the spirit of God on him. He, he was more than just a guy doing good stuff. Like, I know you heard everything about him, but it wasn't just this guy. Like, like, like he, he had this, like, the spirit. Like, remember how we would read in the book about Elijah and Isaiah and Elisha and these, these things? Like, the same thing was happening with this guy, except, except he was teaching in ways that, like, I don't know what it was happening because it wasn't just words. It was like, life. And, and, and Peter's telling the story of his life with Jesus. At first, he let them say, hey, hey we, we both know this, right? But let me tell you what I experienced. Like, and he starts talking about this God that he knew. And he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, Jesus, like he had these, like he, everywhere he went, he carried God. And, 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 and when he talked to people, they experienced God. Now, now, Peter doesn't even know what he's saying at this point, right? Now, he's talking about how those who encounter God and get on mission not only experience God, but other people encounter God. Peter is telling the story of how Jesus did that. Jesus not only encountered God, but when he talked to people, they encountered God. But Peter is doing what Jesus did. You're catching this. And so for, 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 Pe- for Peter, people saw the Holy Ghost on Jesus and on mission, but Peter didn't recognize the same thing was going to happen to him. Yeah. Now, now, people said, you know, Peter said that, like, they already knew that. Like, he's like, you, you, guys, you guys know this part. Um, you, know, you know this part, um, but, 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 but y- y'all haven't experienced him. You, you knew. You grew up. You grew up seeing the law. You grew up seeing the Jews. You grew up seeing us trying to keep the laws, but you have not experienced God. And, and what, I have, what I have found in America today is, 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 is people know way more than what they act on. Like, the, like, like Christians, I almost feel like they don't need more teaching. They need more encounters with God. Like there's people who know lots of Bible, but could not discern Jesus to save their lives. Now, this is the part of the service that if you're ready to get offended, now's the time. <clears throat> I'm going to drink some water and just, you know. <clears throat> Last time I talked about this, I talked about it timidly and was punished for it. Now I'm going to talk about it boldly. And if you don't like it, I'm not going to use the words I'm about to use. Go to Jesus and see that I'm right. <clears throat> Two years ago, January 6th, 
our, a, a, a demonic spirit came over our capital and caused people to murder policemen in an effort to overthrow our government. That was the devil. Amen. That was the devil. And there were people who called themselves Christians who were behind some of that. They were listening to the devil. That was not the Holy Ghost. That God had nothing to do with that. If God had anything to do with that, he was telling, listen, Jesus, you, you have never spent time alone with Jesus. Nobody in this room has ever spent time alone with Jesus. Quiet time. Jesus is there. Holy Ghost rolls into the room, and you just experience the love of God, and he says, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Um, um, today, um, bring a gun with you, because there's somebody I might want you to murder. Like, that, that's never happened. Amen? That has never happened. Jesus has never said, hey, um, later on today, I think you should murder some police officers and overthrow the government because I can't do my will without the right people in that building. That ain't Jesus. Amen. Amen. My, my God is the God of heaven and earth. And, and, and these little lines we call America were drawn by men. They weren't drawn by God. One day, every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and you won't have a president because you'll have a Lord on earth. Amen. You won't have a congressman. You won't have a senator. You won't have a Supreme Court. You won't have a Lord, and his name is Jesus, and all these little lines are going to be erased. It's all just going to be the kingdom of God. And these little man-made lines, like Jesus didn't say, you know what you should do? You should run all the Mexicans out of this area of the country and call it New Mexico. Like, no, 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 no. That, I mean, Jesus didn't say that. Now, now hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. There is civil government, and then there's God's government. And when, like, like, let's not mix the two up. We need people in government to, like, can you, can you fix my sidewalks, please? Can, you, can, 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 we, can we get health care fixed? Like, can we do, get some of that stuff fixed? We'll take care of the Jesus part. We'll do the Jesus part. You just, can you run, can you just elect a speaker already? All right, can you just do your, just do, a, do your job? That's all you need. Like, just, you do your job. We'll do this part. We'll do, the, we'll do the Jesus part. Just do what we're paying you to do, please. Just run the government well. Amen. I said that timidly two years ago, and um, I found out a lot of racists were in my church. And, um, and now, this ain't the church if you're a racist. <laughs> and so there's that. <clears throat> I'm going to finish preaching this in a second, but I'm going to tell you something else. 2023, we're going to be us. You're going to be you in 2023. Hear what I'm telling you. You are going to be you in 2023. We're not performing for anybody. You, you, like, like you act like somebody you're not, and you surround yourself with a lot of people you don't even want to hang out with in the first place. And you're like, now i got to deal with people I don't even like, and I can't even be myself if I wanted to. Just be you, and the people you're supposed to be around will be around you. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. And so Peter is just following Jesus, just following Jesus. And, and, and he has these Holy Ghost encounters and he's telling these people about Jesus. And, 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 um, and so he starts talking about, you know, I lived with him. He, he was amazing. And then verse 42, he's like starts picking up. He's like he starts telling him what Jesus told him. He's like, and, and Jesus ordered us to preach to the people and to testify that this is the one who has been appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead, not you or Deacon Flip-Flop. Jesus has been appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. Of him, 
all the prophets bear witness that through his name, everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins. Right. And so Peter's just like, I'm just I told you about Jesus. I'm doing what Jesus told me to do. And while Peter was still speaking these words, verse 44, the Holy Ghost fell upon all those who were listening to the message. Oh, my God. He's just talking about Jesus and the Holy Ghost. I mean, earlier that day, he didn't even think these people could be saved, let alone saved under his preaching, let alone get the Holy Ghost on them. Like, 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 like nobody got the Holy Ghost. Until Jesus came and got the Holy Ghost, and then the disciples got the Holy Ghost, and they're like, it was Elijah, Elisha, Jesus, me, right? Like, those, those are the people who got the Holy Ghost, right? Like, that's, that's the apostolic line for them. Like, nobody got the Holy Ghost, and then I got it, and now Peter's talking, and now he's like, the whole room gets it? Like, they didn't even get rebuked by Jesus for three years. They, didn't, they, they weren't called Satan. They, they weren't called a brood of vipers. They didn't have to go through that discipleship process. I just told them, about, and you got the Holy Ghost just like that? This ain't right, God. This ain't right. But this is what happened. They encountered Jesus, and the Holy Ghost fell on the whole room. Now, they had already known about Jesus but they did not experience God yet. But somebody who had experienced God came in the room and started telling them not about the story. They told them about the Jesus they knew. And they started talking about the Holy Ghost that was on him. And they began talking about he alone will judge. He alone forgives sins. This is the God. This is the one. This is the Messiah that the Father had sent. And we've all been waiting for. And then Jesus came and just said, I'm going to release my spirit on this room right here. And the Holy Ghost fell on these Gentiles, and Peter was like, ah, what, what do you do at this point? You got these lost people speaking in tongues. They don't know the rules. They don't know nothing. You know what they know? They know God. They know God. Amen? Let me have the band come up, I'm just, just so I can make myself finish soon. <clears throat> Hallelujah. 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 You see, you see, you see, <laughs> they, they, they needed the baptism in the Holy Ghost. They needed to meet Jesus. Now, 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 now in, in his baptism, in this baptism that we read about earlier in Mark, in, in Mark chapter 3, Jesus was revealed to the world as Messiah. Don't get too worked up, man. I'm not quite here yet. Jesus goes down in the water, comes up out of the water. Everybody had mikvahs in the Jewish religion. But this one was different. Heaven's open. Holy Ghost falls on him. The Father speaks. So we got the whole Trinity represented here. We don't just have the Word. We got the Father, we got the Son, and we got the Spirit at work. This was God saying, listen, this is the one. This is, this is the one. In the midst of, of all these, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and just the regular people thinking that they're in charge, Father opened heaven and said, ain't none of y'all in charge. This guy's in charge. There is a revelation. There is an epiphany. That in fact, Jesus is in charge. Like he's totally in charge of everything. 
He's absolutely 100% in charge of everything, or he's in charge of nothing. He can't be in charge of a little bit of your life. Either he's in charge of your life, or he's not. Either you are following Jesus, or you are not. He is the true Prince of Peace. He is the Savior of the world. In a world of selfishness, where people want to dominate by violence, Isaiah prophesied about this time that Jesus would show up in. And and I want to tell you this. Many people, many people in this house are coming out of the wilderness. And it's time for a fresh encounter with God. Many of you are coming, many of us, many of us are coming out of the wilderness. And it's time for a fresh encounter with God. Isaiah said, this is the promise for all those who follow Jesus. This is a covenant that Jesus is the light to the nations. No one is left out. Watch this. Isaiah 42, verse 1. funny as a preacher when you're looking for a scripture you're like I hope they don't think I don't know what this is in the Bible you're like yeah you're in the table of contents like, oh. you ever watch people preach and they're like they're holding the Bible and they never turn the page so it's got a piece of paper taped on the inside I'm like why are you faking it just use a tablet like watch them they'll be like they'll have the Bibles like this and they're like and Ezekiel says like Ezekiel ain't there like what do you What are you doing? Like, is, is it that hard to be real? Can you just be real for a minute? Can you just be in the pulpit and be real for a minute? Like, good God. I'm sorry. Isaiah prophesied about this. Isaiah chapter 1. I'm going to finish here. <clears throat> I said 41, but it's 42. That's another funny thing preachers do. You start reading, they're like... I don't remember any of this. <laughs> what am I going to preach? Oh, I'm in the wrong book. Okay, Isaiah chapter 42. I just welcome you into my world. Is that all right? I, 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 let me just say, if, you, if you're looking for perfect people, you're at the wrong church. It's, I mean, there's, there's great churches all over Boca, and they'll teach you how to fake it. There's, there's great, I mean, there's, there's really good churches all around. I didn't mean that other churches are fake. I did not mean that. That is not what I meant at all. Good God. That's not what I meant. I have pastor friends all over. There's lots of good churches. If you're after a service, you're like, Pastor, I don't know if this church is for me. I would say, well, repent. Uh, but then I'd say, but if you're sure, if you're, if you're sure, I know several good churches. None quite as good, but, but, but we'll get you saved. Um, Isaiah chapter 42. Watch this. He says, behold. Now this is you want to look out for words like this. Behold isn't like a, a place marker. Like, like God emphasizes some things in the scriptures. And he'll say verily or behold. If he says it twice, it means I really mean this. Three times is an absolute. Okay? But when he puts a little modifier in there, this is like, you know, if, if you're Spanish, you know, mira. 
Mira, oye, oye. That means like I'm not playing with you right now. Listen to what I'm talking about, right? It's like when your mom uses your full name. That's what this means, right? Like, I'm, like, like this means something right now. I need you to pay attention. He says, behold, my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. Watch, watch, watch what God says he'll do. He will bring forth justice to the nations. Justice. Justice. Jesus will bring forth justice to the nations. And so that, that better provoke you to figure out what God calls justice. What does Jesus call justice? Because that's who he is. We did this study a couple weeks ago. If you weren't here, you can listen to it online. How righteousness and justice are the same word. Translated differently depending on the context. But the same word. He will do. He will bring forth justice to the nations. So if, you're, if, you, if you go out with Mike and you're, you're, you're feeding the poor, you're bringing forth justice. You're doing the ministry of Jesus. If you're like, like, if you're in a conversation and someone talks about doing their girl wrong, and you're like, bro, that's wrong. You're bringing forth justice. Fighting for the, I mean, like we talk about, you know, sex trafficking and like, it don't have to be that bad to bring forth justice. Amen. Anybody, anybody know what I'm talking about? It don't got to be that bad. It could just be like, I'm not smiling and nodding at this nonsense anymore. I'm going to say, you're wrong for that. I need to close this. The band sounds good, but I'm going to give you an example. I went to my, uh, neither one of my kids are in church uh, right now because they're both working. Uh, so I get to talk about them and I don't have to pay them. Anytime I bring up my kids as an, in a sermon illustration, I have to pay them. That keeps me from talking about my kids in the pulpit and it makes them, it doesn't feel so bad. But they're not here. And so there it is what it is. We, we, went, out, we went out to dinner Friday night and uh, this waitress, nice, nice girl was uh, waiting on the table. She looked like a, a, but a child. Uh, to me, uh, because I'm old, and um, and so I said to my, um, so as she walked away from the table, I was like, hey, my, my son is single, right? Like just, just, uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> like, he about to graduate college, debt free. He got furniture. You, Um, do you know Jesus by any chance? Um, we can fix that too. I mean, I got that all, right? <clears throat> and so I just kind of, I just kind of, I just kind of said as she was leaving, and my daughter was like, "Don't do that." I was like, I was like, I was like, I wouldn't do it to my daughter. I was like, but you know, I'm trying to get my son out the house. You know, just <clears throat> you know, I'm just trying to help. You know, and she's like, and here's what my daughter says. Watch this. Here's what she says. This girl got to sit there and smile at you because she's stuck here working. And if you're making her uncomfortable, she can't go nowhere and she just has to live with it. I was like, I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I didn't. And she's like, so for you, that's kind of funny, but it's just really putting this girl in a position that's not like she don't need, like she's just trying to earn a living here. She shouldn't have to be. I was like, oh, oh. glad I whispered it later. Like I'm like, I was like, hmm. She, so my daughter was bringing forth justice. Does, does that make sense? Like it don't, it don't, it don't take nasty comments to warrant us saying something. We're Christians. We bring forth justice. We speak out against injustice. 
And my daughter was advocating for this poor young woman who was just trying to earn a living. Does this make sense? I was like, that's the Holy Ghost right there. And I said, I repent. I'm so thank- I thanked her right there. I was like, I thank you. Because that's not my, I don't want to make people uncomfortable. I do want my son to get married. And by the way, he is single. <laughs> now, y'all ain't getting paid to be here. So, you know, you can, same door to let you in or let you out. You know what I'm saying? But if you're a single woman, you could, you know, don't have to leave alone. Anyway, so, um. Okay, I'm going to bring it to an end here. Bring it, bring it to an end. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have many single women, by the way, who, you know, just saying, you know, godly women. Bring forth justice in your life. Hallelujah. Tell a friend. All right. Um, here we go. Isaiah 42. Shabbat. Here we go. I had a flow going there for a second, and then it just jumped the tracks. Said I have my wife just said, Yep, that's that's my wife. I have let me tell you something my wife said. Let me just say this real quick. Let me tell you what she said. Let me tell you what she said. I'm about to take her on a on a, on a vacation to Vegas, so like like I, I got money in the bank for these these kind of stories. We were we were in the we were in the we were in on three service prayer, me, her, and Mike. I'm praying, Mike's praying. I said, listen. My message last week, I had a lot of points. I don't have a lot of points this week, but I have a, I have a word in my heart. And my wife said, well, if, it, if you don't have a lot of points, you don't have to preach a long time. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I don't, what, what? I'm, I'm, wait, what? what, what you, that ain't what I asked you. I, I, I'm looking for, I'm looking for, it's going to be good, honey. It's like, it's going to be anointed. She's like, it don't have to be long, What? I'm like, what's really going on? Got my daughter rebuked me on Friday. Got my wife. I'm like, I got to preach in a half hour. You tell me I preached too long. What's up? Oh, thank you, Jesus, for my wife. Hallelujah. I'm going to rewind this a little bit. Verse 1. Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He'll bring forth justice to the nations. Skip to verse 5. Thus says the Lord. Now, this, this, now, now, when a prophet says, thus says the Lord, like, he means this. Thus says the Lord. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and its offspring, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. God's like, hey, listen. All life comes from me, by the way. I just want to let you know what God I'm talking about when I say, thus saith the Lord. I'm talking about the God over everything. This is, this, I'm not bringing forth the word that you get to vote on. Thus says the Lord. Like the very breath, you're borrowing it from me. Don't forget that. Verse 6, I am the Lord. I have called you into righteousness. I will also hold you by the hand and watch over you. And I will appoint you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the nations. Watch this. He's talking about Jesus now. To open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the dungeon, and those who dwell in darkness from the prison. I am the Lord. That is my name. I will not give my glory to another, nor my praise to graven images. Behold, the former things have come to pass. Now I declare 
new things before they spring forth, I proclaim them to you. Can you say amen? I'm telling you in 2023, 2023 for some people who will partner with the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you out of the wilderness. I'm telling you out of the wilderness. He says, I am the Lord. That is my name. The former things have come to pass. I declare new things. Before they spring forth, I proclaim them to you. What, 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 why do you keep telling this, Pastor? Listen. Cornelius' house heard the word of the Lord before they sprung forth. And they believed it. Some people say, I'll believe it when I see it. But God says, here, listen, I'm going to tell it to you before it springs forth. Jesus prophesied over his disciples, listen, you will go on and you, you will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You're going to cast out demons. You're going to, blind eyes are going to see. You're going to declare this gospel all over the world. He spoke that over them before it sprung forth. They were a ragtag group of idiots before then. But Jesus done released the word over them before it sprung forth. And Peter went and preached that word because he believed it, even though it didn't spring forth in him yet. But as Peter chose to stand in his identity and declare the word of the Lord, just like Jesus had told him to do, as he stood in that doorway of that house and he began to say, Jesus Christ was resurrected from the dead and the Holy Ghost of God is now bringing people into right relationship with Jesus. As he said that before he ever saw it spring forth, the Holy Ghost sprung forth from his life and it began to manifest right there in that moment and as he began to stand in his identity the people around him were blessed he was blessed the house was blessed the whole form was blessed the bible says that the entire family was baptized later i'm telling you there is a whole family saving baptizing word being released over your life god is waiting for you to stand in it waiting for you to go ahead and hold on to it. And he says, I'll tell you about it before it happens and then it's going to spring forth in your life. I'm telling you, some people in 2023, this is the year of springing forth. I'm going to spring forth. God's going to spring forth in my life this year. This is the year of breakthrough for me. This is the year of deliverance for me. This is the year those promises come to pass for me. Come on, somebody, give a shout to God. Come on, give a shout to God. Come on, I receive it, Jesus. I receive it, Jesus. I receive it, Jesus. Come on, somebody, just praise him for a moment. I see him move. Do it. Come on. I believe the Lord. I've seen you move. You move the mountains. And I believe I'll see you. Come on. You move the mountain. 
one thing I believe would be the key. The Lord told me this way this morning, and I'm going to teach on it more. For some of you, the key to breakthrough is going to be forgiveness. I, the, 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 you should have seen the DMs I got about me not being saved when I talked about racial justice in that season. You, you should have seen people who I love and care about tell me that I have walked away from Jesus because I didn't like watching people get shot in the back who looked like my son. People tell me that I'm, I'm not really a pastor anymore because I believe in justice. The lies, like my, my, like the messages I received, the hate, made it look like I was the one with the problem. The Lord spoke to me. He's like, you got to, you got to, you got to. The Holy Ghost is going to do a work of forgiveness in your heart. And I'm here to tell you, some of us in this room, you have been through some things in the last couple years. And you need 2023 to be better. Anybody? You need this year to be better. But we need to move with the Spirit to heal our hearts so we can walk in it. Amen? Amen. So we're going to go back into this song. And we're not going back to where we were. I don't ever want to go back. But I want to go forth with the wisdom I got in that season. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Listen, if you're away from God, you want to be a person who walks in justice, amen? I would encourage you to turn to Jesus right now in this song and declare that you're going to follow him. And for me, I want to be in a community that believes this, that believes that God believes the best in people, that he is working on the inside of us collectively to bring forth justice and righteousness. Amen? So what I want you to do is, I want you to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, if you're able to, I want you to look back right now and look for the good in a painful season. You've only seen it painful. But I want you to remember good things that happened. And we're going to believe we're going to see that again. This, now this, watch this, this takes faith. This takes real faith in God. That He can redeem all the nonsense he will do it again but better and more pure Holy Ghost is here and he's going to heal some hearts in the midst of this you ready band yes bring it up Your f- 
like you're hung up and you need someone to pray for you to for breakthrough in this season, I want to welcome you to come forward at the end of this. We'd love to pray for you. If you're a guest, I'd love to meet you in the lobby and say what's up. But let me bless you before we go. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance Offer the Lord if you would.